0: This is Curiosity, in which WDET finds the answers to your questions about everything Detroit. Today's question comes from Andrew Parkansky of Troy, who wants to know something about mass transit or the lack thereof. I was
1: curious as to why there is no subway or elevated transportation in Detroit, and was it determined before or after the rise of the automobile industry?
0: Well, Andrew, Detroit could have had elevated rail and a subway 100 years ago. Joel Stone, the senior curator for the Detroit Historical Society, says city leaders considered both in 1915.
1: One was for an an elevated rail that would have been an electric system um, that was proposed by a private company that was putting it out called the Detroit Elevated System. Uh, they actually put together a working model of this, which they set
0: up in the city council chambers and showed off to them. The other plan was for a subway based under what is now Campus Martius. Detroit already had one of the busiest streetcar systems in the country in the early 20th century, and Stone says the way the city's streets were laid out would have made subway and elevated rail service practical. One of the reasons why,
1: as you drive out uh, out Gratiot or up Woodward, all of a sudden you get to boulevards. The boulevards were created to, to support an elevated rail system that would have ran down the middle of those those uh,
0: streets. Stone says such a system might have looked a lot like Chicago's elevated rail line. Welcome aboard, Orange Line Run 712. The Chicago Transit Authority says on an average weekday, more than 760,000 passengers ride the L, which runs from the loop downtown to the suburbs and the city's two big airports, O'Hare and Midway. That's a lot of people. Of course, the Motor City's population is smaller than the Windy City's, but in 1915, Detroit and the auto industry were booming. Forty years before Detroit's first urban freeway the Davison was built, city leaders needed a way to move people around efficiently. So, what happened? Joel Stone says politics got in the way. There was constant
1: fighting starting in the 1880s, 1890s between private firms and people like uh, Mayor Pingree who wanted it to be a public entity.
0: The streetcars operated into the 1950s. That's when two things happened. Detroit's population peaked, and the interstates were built, giving people easier access to the suburbs. By that time, Detroit's car culture was firmly established. Detroit Free Press business columnist John Gallagher says local governments and entrepreneurs seized the opportunity. Road builders building hundreds of miles of new roads and all the, uh, all the suburban townships and, and villages wanting that tax base that came with a car car type of culture. And so I think that, um, you know, all the other transportation systems, the streetcars began to fall by the wayside because of that. But the idea of a Detroit subway system was revived again in the 1970s when Congress created the Urban Mass Transportation Administration. President Gerald Ford pledged $600 million to cities that could build people movers to connect passengers to regional transit. And that's where the Detroit people mover came from next station is Grand Circus Park. The people mover was originally built to connect Detroit to the suburbs through a series of rail lines above and below ground. To make a long story short, city, state, and suburban leaders couldn't make a deal on regional transit. The federal money went away, and what Detroit ended up with was a closed three-mile loop carrying passengers around downtown. The Detroit Transportation Corporation, which runs the People Mover, says ridership rose to more than 2.4 million last year, the highest number since 2001. That figure could grow once the people mover is connected to the new Q-line streetcar route on Woodward Avenue. This fall, voters in four counties will decide whether to fund a new regional transit authority, which is based around bus rapid transit. As voters consider the transit tax in November, listener Andrew Parkansky ponders the opportunity Detroit missed by not building a subway or elevated rail.
1: I always wondered how much better the city would be if we would have had something like that.
0: Andrew, we may never know. For pictures and more, go to wdet.org slash curious. There you can ask your questions about Detroit and the region. I'm Pat Batchelor.